you keep me accountable? How many times have you said those words hoping that someone would keep you in check? Hoping that someone would help make sure that you got your tasks done? Hoping that someone would make sure that you didn't fall back into that bad habit again? Accountability is a game changer when it comes to accomplishing tasks, sticking to our goals, and breaking free from harmful habits and lifestyle choices. But accountability is so much more than that. While depending on others is helpful, we can't always rely on it. Yes, we need others to help us in our journeys, but what happens when there's no one to help? Or what happens when someone says they're going to help us, but they end up letting us down? In times like those, we need to hold ourselves accountable. And so today, we're going to talk about 10 ways to keep ourselves accountable so we can accomplish our tasks, stick to our goals, and break free from whatever habit or lifestyle choice is holding us back. It's time to make a positive change in our lives and to let go of any excuses that are holding us back and are getting in our way of becoming the best version of ourselves. Welcome to the Heart of Leadership podcast with Andrew McIntyre. Andrew is the co-founder and president of Leadership Development and Team Building for Outward Focus. His goal is to equip and empower each individual for success in business and in life. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Heart of Leadership podcast. My name is Andrew, and today we're going to talk about 10 ways to keep ourselves accountable. But before we get into that, if you're a new listener or if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast as we have new episodes coming out each Monday as we're on this journey of becoming the best version of ourselves. And today's topic is another one which I feel is such a big indicator whether we'll be mediocre or whether we'll be great. It's a great indicator whether We'll just settle for whatever we become or if we choose to strive to be the best that we absolutely can. And so today's topic is all about the importance of accountability and it's looking at how do we keep ourselves accountable. I asked you in the opening, how many times have you asked someone to keep you accountable? Personally, I've done that a lot. Whether it's trying to get something done, trying to stick to a goal I set or trying to break a bad habit. I've reached out to people in hopes that they would be my accountability partner and help me accomplish what I'm hoping to accomplish. Now, sometimes accountability partners are awesome. They work great. They're on the same page as you. They keep you in check. They challenge you. They encourage you and they help you remember why you're doing what you're doing in the first place and the benefits of the changes that you're trying to make. But other times it completely backfires. You reach out to someone because you need help. They say yes, and then a couple days later or a couple weeks later, it seems like they forgot all about you. You reach out asking them for help and guidance, and it's like they don't even care anymore. Or maybe you've asked people to help and no one even says yes. Or even worse, maybe you don't even have someone in your life that you can actually go to. So much for an accountability partner, right? Now, for the people that said yes and ended up not helping, it's possible that life just got in the way and they became too preoccupied or they had things come up in their own lives. But isn't it frustrating when you finally reach out for help only to be let down by someone? How are you ever going to finish that task now? How are you ever going to break that bad habit? You don't have anyone to walk alongside you and keep you in check. You might as well just give up, right? Wrong. While we may be feeling let down and discouraged, 
we reached out to someone for a reason. It's because we want to change or because we have to change, but we can't give up now. Giving up is not an option. So what do we do? Well, we could look for another accountability partner and see if they could help us. But we could also be back in the same spot that we are now left with no one. So what else? What other options do we have? Is there even another option? Well, yes, we learn to keep ourselves accountable. So as we're talking about accountability today, it's important that we define it. So what exactly is accountability? Well, true accountability is fully owning everything that happens in your life. It means that you understand that you're responsible for your attitude, your actions, your reactions, your teamwork, your communication, and your relationships. And the definition of accountability is taking or being assigned responsibility for something that you have done or something that you're supposed to do. And so an example of accountability is when an employee admits an error that he or she made on a project in that you are taking ownership, you are becoming accountable. And so that's a definition of accountability with one example of it shown in the workplace. But what else does accountability look like in the workplace or just in our everyday lives? So here are what various studies say regarding accountability. Accountability is the ability and or the duty to report or give account of your events, your tasks, and your experiences. Responsibility is an ongoing duty to complete the task at hand, whereas accountability is what happens after a situation occurs. Accountability is how a person responds and takes ownership of the results of a task. Being accountable often means that the person is liable to face consequences. Now, those are just some ways that accountability is seen at work and in our lives. And after going through those, it's almost as if we should be asking people to keep us responsible rather than keeping us accountable. See, we need to learn how to keep ourselves responsible. We should have an ongoing duty to complete the task at hand, whether it's a project at work, a project around the house, or breaking free from a bad habit or a bad lifestyle choice. But regardless of the wording, whether it's responsible or accountability or whatever we're looking at, many of us just want to accomplish tasks, stick to our goals, and we don't want bad habits to exist in our lives. But we can't do what we need to do without fully sticking to them. And so accountability is so important. Accountability eliminates the time and the effort that you spend on distracting activities and other unproductive behavior. When you make people accountable for their own actions, you're effectively teaching them to value their work. So when you hold yourself accountable, you're teaching yourself to value the task at hand, whatever you're trying to accomplish. When done right, accountability can increase skills and your confidence. And so let me ask you, do you feel like you waste time? Do you feel like you have so much that you want to do, but you just can't bring yourself to do it? Do you have a hard time keeping your commitments? Do you feel like distractions in life just get in the way sometimes? You'd rather just have some fun. You'd rather be lazy. You'd rather spend time with your family. See, this is where accountability is so important. You need to get stuff done. Like you said, maybe it's that work project that needs to get done by the end of the week. Maybe it's a job around the house that desperately needs attention and needs to be fixed. And you either need to work on it or you need to call a professional for help. Maybe there's a bad habit that you're trying to break and it's an urgent matter. It can't wait any longer. This is where we need accountability. Accountability from others, but more importantly, accountability from ourselves. A lack of accountability from others leads to excuse making. We think things like, this person didn't check up on me, or they were supposed to hold me accountable. I might as well just give up because of all this. We shift the blame. 
We shift the ownership and we don't take responsibility for our own actions or our own opportunity to hold ourselves accountable. We can't rely and depend on the help and the support of others. When the help is there, that's awesome, but we can't let them do it all. And when the help isn't there, we can't give up and blame it all on them when it doesn't work out. We need to do our part. We need to hold ourselves accountable. And now I know some things are hard to do alone. Whether it's accomplishing a really hard task or breaking free from a bad habit or addiction, accountability from others is really important throughout that whole process. But if we don't have consistent accountability from others, we can't give up. We mustn't give up. You owe it to yourself to keep going and to find a way. Less accountability from others means more accountability from ourselves. It means being more intentional with our time. It means making sacrifices in certain areas. And so I want to ask you, are you afraid to give something up? Is there something that you know you need to do, but you just can't bring yourself to do it? You just don't want to sacrifice it no matter how much you know you need to do so? An example from my own life is using my phone in bed. I find that when I use my phone in bed at night or in the morning when I first wake up, I can get distracted and just waste hours. I go on my phone with good intentions of either working on a business idea, checking an email, working on a podcast idea, a book idea, or just checking out some sports highlights and wanting to watch some funny videos on YouTube. But the next thing that I know is I'm messing up my sleep patterns from being on my phone too long. It's something that I really struggle with. I've tried to have other people keep me accountable, but ultimately they aren't in the room with me and they can't control whether I use my phone or not. So I need to keep myself accountable. And so something that I'm trying is to set a reminder on my phone each evening around 10 p.m. to let myself know that, hey, it's time to put my phone away. I'm to put my phone away in a drawer and I'm not to look at it until the next day. That way I'm not going to bed with my phone in my hand. It's already out of sight. And the same goes for when I wake up in the morning. I need to start my morning off by getting out of bed, brushing my teeth, washing my face, going outside for some fresh air and grabbing something to eat before I grab my phone. And it's hard. It's not going to be easy, but it's a sacrifice that I need to make. And I need to keep myself accountable on it. And so with that, there's always that temptation to try and justify whatever we're trying to do. In my circumstance here, there's that temptation to try and justify using my phone in bed and to make those small compromises. Things like, well, what if someone needs to get a hold of me during the night? Or what if I need to write down a business idea? All these thoughts and ideas come to mind, but I need to resist the urge to make those small compromises. And so do you. I can also have an answer to those questions and be prepared. For example, I can have a pad and a pen handy if I need to jot down ideas. I don't need to write it in my notepad on my phone. And so what about you? Is there something that you need to do or give up? Is there a distraction that you need to limit? What small compromises are you making? We're going to get a little bit more into this later on, but I just wanted to ask you now, is there something that you know that you need to give up, but you just can't seem to do it? What is that? Try to identify what that is. See, more accountability from ourselves means being focused and locked in on what needs to be done and reminding yourself of that. It means having an idea of where you want and need to be and playing out that movie in your head so it inspires you and helps you keep going. You may even need a system to help you avoid distractions. If you're trying to break free from an addiction or a bad habit, you need to have rules in place. You need to be more intentional with how you're spending your time. You need to implement things to reduce temptations. Whether that's finding a new route to drive because the current one leads to temptation 
Or maybe it's putting a filter on your phone or adding a password protection. You need to make the hard but necessary changes if you want to get better. By doing these things, we're taking things into our own hands, even if others let us down. Even though we thought we were going to have support of others, but that's non-existent, we need to keep ourselves accountable by putting things in place to make the necessary changes to accomplish our tasks, to achieve our goals, and to break free from these bad habits. And so just before we get into the 10 ways to keep ourselves accountable, let's go over some quick benefits of accountability. We mentioned a few of them already, but here's some more. Accountability accelerates your performance and it speeds up the process of getting things done. Accountability helps you measure your success and progress. It gives you a better understanding of where you stand and what needs to be done and what needs to be improved. Having accountability keeps you engaged. It helps you focus. It helps you keep active in your pursuit of accomplishing whatever you're trying to accomplish. Accountability will keep you responsible. It keeps you in check. It helps you take ownership of what's going on. And so as we're getting into these 10 ways here, what kind of things do you need accountability for? I want you to try to identify something as we now get into these 10 ways to keep yourself accountable. And so here we go. How can we keep ourselves accountable? Here are a combination of things from entrepreneur.com and just from my own life experience of how to keep ourselves accountable. So here are 10 ways. Number one, you got to be brutally honest with yourself. Do a self-inventory and ask yourself, what do you struggle with doing? What do you always seem to put off? What do you know that you need to do, but you never seem to be able to do it? Take a look at yourself and see what areas you struggle with and write them down. These are the areas that you need accountability in. These are the areas that you need to address immediately. So that's number one, be brutally honest with yourself. Number two, keep track of everything. All your responsibilities, write everything down, leave notes and reminders, make sure you know what needs to be done and when it needs to be done by. Have an organized system so you don't get overwhelmed, confused, or miss anything. Number three, Understand your why. We talked about this before in other episodes, but identify your personal mission statement. Maybe you're changing because you want to, and maybe you're changing because you have to, but why are you doing what you're doing? Why is this important to you? What benefit does this end result bring? With whatever you're doing, why does this need to be done? And remind yourself of this constantly. It's important to do this, especially on the days that you're struggling. Having that reminder helps keep you going. Write your reminder on the wall, put a picture up on your wall, have it somewhere on your phone or or even on your bathroom mirror. Do whatever it takes to help yourself remember why you're doing what you need to do. So understand your why. Number four, have a system in place to celebrate the small wins. Reward your accomplishments and your milestones. Why? It helps build momentum. It helps you see your progress. It gives you something else to work towards that helps pay back a quicker reward. So set up milestones along the journey of working on that big work project and celebrate small wins along the way. Set up milestones in your journey of breaking free from a bad habit and celebrate each milestone. Number five, create priorities for your goals. Now goals are the big things that we want to accomplish, but priorities are the day-to-day things, the small things that we need to do each day to accomplish our goals. So set achievable priorities and put a plan in place each day to set yourself up for success. Setting achievable priorities helps give you purpose and direction for each day. 
Number six, debrief. It's important that you debrief your day, review your performance, go over how you responded to each priority for that day. What was done well? What could have been done better? If you didn't accomplish a priority for that day, why didn't you? Did life get in the way? Did it not matter to you? It's important to go over things and debrief so we can make the appropriate adjustments. One thing that we've talked about before in earlier episodes is this thing called start, stop, continue. So even as you're debriefing your day, maybe ask yourself these questions or as you're debriefing your week, whatever that looks like. Start, stop, continue. What is one thing that you're currently not doing that you need to start doing that's going to bring you closer to where you want and need to be? That's start. What's stop? What is one thing that you're currently doing that you need to stop doing that is hurting you and harming you and holding you back from where you want and need to be? And then continue is what is one thing that you're currently doing that you need to continue doing that is helping you get closer to where you want and need to be? So start, stop, continue. Debrief your day. Go over it. Review your performance and understand the changes that need to be made and where they need to be made. Number seven, make sacrifices and limit distractions. We talked about this earlier. Make the necessary changes. If you are truly honest with yourself, you know what you need to do to accomplish a big task. You know what changes need to be made to break a bad habit. You know what's distracting you and getting in your way. Often we know what we need to do, but we don't want to do it. We're either lazy or prideful or stubborn or all of the above. We don't feel like it. It seems like too much. Even though we know it will help and make things better, we believe the lie that the sacrifice is much bigger than the reward itself. And so we settle. We try to have the best of both worlds. We try to have it all. But unfortunately, we can't do that. You can't live in mediocrity and greatness at the same time. I know it's hard. It's not easy. But you need to make sacrifices. Holding yourself accountable involves making the necessary sacrifices to get to where you want and need to be. This past year, many people are sacrificing things for the betterment of themselves and others. Essential workers are sacrificing their safety and their well-being to look after others and to provide for their family. And even another example is, I think back to the NBA playoffs and all the teams went to Orlando where they formed this bubble for the playoffs. And sure, it, it may seem great from the outside. They have golf courses, they have water to relax by, a barbershop, different games to play, and then they can just focus on basketball, right? Well, not exactly. They had to make sacrifices too. They had to leave their families back home while they went to the bubble for a couple months, not knowing if they were okay or not and not being able to see them at all. And they had the sacrifice that they weren't allowed to leave the premises of the bubble. Recently, I heard LeBron James on a podcast where he was talking about his experience in that bubble. He likened it to a haunted house, saying at first, you're so excited. You don't know what to expect and there's a bit of fear and unknown there, but you're just excited to be there with your friends. He said they were all just excited to get back playing basketball again. It's something that they missed. They hadn't played for nearly five months. But then when they arrived in the bubble, things changed. They were shown the property line and they were told, you can't cross this line at all. And even though they had this big property to enjoy that freedom, that protection, and they were able to finish the season playing the game that they love, they had to make a sacrifice. And so make sacrifices and limit distractions. Number eight, Understand that there's consequences. There are consequences when we don't accomplish a task 
or when we continue to live with bad habits. I think sometimes we forget that there are actually consequences for our actions and our decisions. Maybe we don't feel the immediate impact of it, so we think that no harm's been done. But there are always consequences for our actions and choices, whether we see it or not. It could be a big consequence like getting yourself in trouble or missing a deadline on a big project. Or there could be subtle, non-visible consequences like hurting someone with our words or wasting time on something that's not important instead of using that time to be with family or to get things done and accomplish our tasks. Consequences aren't always visible, but they're there. Whether we realize it or not, they're there. When keeping ourselves accountable, we need to remember that there are consequences for our choices. And if we're being real, we all don't want to face those consequences. So one way to avoid them is to keep ourselves in check and to keep ourselves accountable. Number nine, avoid self-sabotaging. Now, this is a hard one for a lot of us but stop sabotaging yourself. Self-sabotage is when we actively or passively take steps to prevent ourselves from reaching our goals and accomplishing a task. This behavior can affect pretty much every aspect of our life. It can be breaking free from a bad habit. It can be a relationship. It can be a career goal. It can be a personal goal, such as a weight loss journey, whatever that is. There are many ways that people sabotage themselves. It can be very serious, like substances or overeating or whatever that is, but even procrastination and lack of responsibility and ownership is also a way of self-sabotaging. And so we need to stop doing that and we need to keep ourselves accountable. And lastly, number 10, which is last but not least, because this one is so important as well, is pick yourself up when you're down. When you fall, get back up. If you fall down seven times, get back up eight. If you mess up, don't write yourself off and don't give up. Don't put yourself down with negative and hurtful self-talk. During those times that are tough, pick yourself up and help yourself overcome the mental barriers that get in the way. When we fall or backslide or we fail to reach a deadline, often the first thing that we want to do is put ourselves down. But we must resist that and instead pick ourselves up to do better the next time. Acknowledge the mistake. Acknowledge what went wrong. Take ownership and responsibility but don't beat yourself up for it. Instead, figure out what you need to do better the next time to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And another thing with that is be patient. It can take a little time to get into this routine of keeping yourself accountable and it takes time on this journey that we're on. It's a process, right? So don't be hard on yourself, but be honest with yourself. Always pick yourself up whenever you're down and never let yourself stew in that for too long or just brings you back further and further. And instead of taking two steps forward, you're taking two steps back. So don't let yourself get too far down. And when you are down, pick yourself up. And so there they are. There are 10 ways that we can keep ourselves accountable. Make accountability a habit. Take responsibility and ownership afterwards and don't shift the blame. Be accountable to deadlines. Be accountable to accomplish tasks and achieve goals. Be accountable to overcome bad habits and bad lifestyle choices. Be accountable to yourself. When you have a well-developed sense of self-accountability, you're honest with yourself and you're responsible for what you say and what you do. Self-accountability helps us display integrity and our ability to control these short-term temptations and impulses. Self-accountability gives us support and direction to keep us in check and to accomplish things even when we don't have the help of others. 
And so my challenge to you this week is to identify something that you need accountability for. Is it a work project that you're struggling to get done? Is it a personal goal that you've set? Is it a task that needs to be done around the house? Is it a bad habit that you're trying to break? Identify something you need accountability for and then go over these 10 ways to keep yourself accountable. Before we close though, I want to say that I still recommend reaching out to others for support and help. We can't do things alone. We aren't meant to do things alone. It's important to have people by our side to help us, support us, keep us in check, challenge us, call us out on things, and encourage us in our journeys. But like we said before, unfortunately, sometimes people let us down, and sometimes we have no one to go to. And so I hope this episode was encouraging to you and showed you that even when no one's there to help, it's not impossible. It's not worth giving up, and you can still keep going. You can still push through, and you can keep yourself accountable as you inch closer and closer to becoming the best version of yourself. Well, that's it for today's episode of the Heart of Leadership podcast. For more information on the podcast and our business, Upward Focus, head to www.upwardfocussolutions.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.